Well, welcome to King's Arms. I think it's welcome. now 12 days till Christmas and uh, we're starting to get excited. You getting excited? Oh, so excited. Really looking forward to it. We've got our daughter back from university and we've got the decorations up. We're starting to talk about the menu. We're really excited. So hopefully uh, you're getting excited at home, getting ready for Christmas. And you know, Christmas is a time for real creativity, isn't it? That whether it's uh, wrapping presents or putting up the tree or decorating it, or I've actually got a, a special Christmas chocolate roulade I'm working on. Oh, this I'm looking year. forward to that. Yeah. It's so good. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> we've good. also got an incredible number of creators working behind the scene and they've, uh, some of them have put together some videos over Christmas and here's the first one coming up now. Now maybe you've heard the Christmas story, the story of a virgin named Mary, which got a little messy because she was pregnant, said to be married. But see, Joseph, her husband, the bee, wasn't the father of the child that she carried. What was even more crazy was the claim that the child had been conceived by the Holy Spirit. Now Joseph thought that's so absurd that he wouldn't even hear it. But then an angel came to him and made him see it and believe it. So he took her as his wife and said, well, so be it. Now they'll travel to Bethlehem. Born in a stable, no room at the inn. Born in a manger, no crib for him. Shepherds heard, angels sang. Then there was that star-led visit from the giving wise man. See, this is only the first part of the greatest story ever told. He is the main character, the holy child to behold, born to be the cornerstone. He's the reason for the season. He is the cause for celebration. He is the one we're to adore, the head of the church and the hope of the nations, savior to the world, the chosen lamb, the son of God, the son of man. He is the beginning and the end, the first and the last and the great I am, the resurrection and the rock, the bread of life, eternal God, healer, redeemer, forgiver of sins, the prince of peace and the king of kings. He's the way, the truth and the life. Let's celebrate him, Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That. That's so good. Got me crying, of course. It's not hard to do, but it really did. Um, <laughs> and I just think it sets us straight up for worship. And I just wanted to read a little, little bit of a prayer just on the back of that video. In view of such great tidings of love announced, announced to us and to all people, how can mm. we not be moved to praise and celebration in this Christmas season? Mm. As we decorate our tree, as we feast and laugh and sing together, we are rehearsing our coming joy. We are making ready to receive the one who has already with open arms received us. We would prepare you room here in our hearts and here in our home, Lord Christ. Now we celebrate your first coming, Emmanuel, even as we long for your return. O Prince of Peace, our elder brother, return soon. We miss you so. Amen. Amen. Let's worship him. Amen. Joy to the world, the Lord is come.
overflowing well no tongue can tell joy unspeakable joy it rises in my soul never lets me go joy unspeakable joy an overflowing well no tongue can tell joy unspeakable joy it rises in my soul never lets me go Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. 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 The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord. The joy. Show me water 
disappointment and break every chain oh all of my fear i will turn into praise i'll shake off despair as i sing out your name a victory dance i will dance out in faith i will crush disappointment and break every chain kingdom anything is possible I thank you Jesus for your victory at the cross I thank you that you defeated absolutely everything then and there God you said when you said Jesus it is finished it really was finished it's done and now anything is possible in your kingdom anything is possible in your name Christ Jesus anything is possible because of who you are any sickness is healable any situation is overcomable any wall is breakable because of who you are, God. Thank you, Jesus. We just declare right now over every situation. You might just want to bring to mind a situation that you're facing right now and just declare over it, God, I believe that anything is possible. I trust you, Jesus. I know anything is possible and I'm just going to choose right now. Just bring it to the cross. Just put it down at the feet of the cross and say, thank you, Jesus. I trust you. I trust your goodness. I trust your authority. 
I trust in your name. Jesus, I believe in you. Anything is possible. Thank you, God.
Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for coming. We thank you that you're Emmanuel, you're God with us. Mm. We thank you that you came, that you became human, that mm. we would know the Father, that you could reveal your Father, that we could know him, that we could be in relationship with him, mm. that we could have hope. We love you so much, Jesus, and we're, we're so excited to celebrate you in mm. this season. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So good to worship together. Um, and I just want to thank you so much for all your generosity across this year. The number of things that we've supported as a community together has just mm. been phenomenal. Um, and I'd like to just introduce you now to one of the things that we've been most excited about launching this year, which is Retrack. And uh, here's a little video just to watch to catch up with what that's about. And this today is our special Christmas offering where we're going to be giving to Retrack to support all the different people we're going to impact through that project. So take a look at this. We have a conviction at King's Arms Church that we want to be a blessing to this town. We want to see God's kingdom come, and that means standing with those who are oppressed, it means supporting those who are vulnerable, and it means stepping forward to help the poor. It's part of our mandate. So knowing that there are people facing the very real prospect of unemployment, or not being able to feed their families, and just not knowing how to start to turn a corner, added to the fact that our support systems really are creaking at the seams. We wanted to help. And that's how Retrack was born. So today we're asking you to partner with us to do that. And as our annual Christmas offering, we're raising funds for Retrack. And we're delighted to share that up to £20,000 raised will be doubled by the government to help us with this vital service. I have the privilege of working with a team of wonderful volunteers and helping job seekers get into employment. Over the last month, I've been meeting with agencies and community group leaders to find out what's going on across Bedford. And I've been amazed. They're doing wonderful work. But I've also come face to face with the real impact of the pandemic on individuals. What we have to offer, I've been told by them, is a unique service in that we will handhold people from writing CVs all the way through to preparing for interviews. These agencies have decided that they're going to refer people to us, which is wonderful. We've also, in the lead up to Christmas, been giving people emergency food parcels. And that's to people who've been referred to us from schools. And that's been a blessing to them and a blessing for us. From January, we're expecting to be really busy as people think about their futures and want to get back into jobs. So I'm asking you, would you please partner with us by donating to Retrack? So how can you support this great new way to be the hands and feet of Jesus in our local community? Well, firstly, I just want to encourage you, will you pray? Pray for what we're doing and pray for all the good work that's going on across Bedford right now. 
I'd love for you to pray that the relationships that we're building with other agencies and groups will blossom and thrive too. But specifically, will you pray for those people who are going to be using the support that we're providing and that they would experience the peace of God as they come through the doors of our Retract Room. And secondly, today, we'd love for you to partner with us financially through donating to this project. Now, as Isabel said, that the government has uh, given us this grant that we might, if we raise up to £20,125, every pound that you give will be doubled. Now, this isn't a normal Christmas offering where there's going to be a basket that goes in front of you. But can I encourage you, don't stop at your earliest point of inconvenience. What I'd love to invite you to do is go to kingsarms.org slash donate, and then you can use the drop-down menu that says Retrack, that's right there on that page. And you'll be able to uh, commit to supporting this incredible project over the coming weeks and months as it goes about supporting people here in Bedford. I just want to say thank you so much for doing that in advance, and we're so grateful for you, for all you are, and for all you do for us. If you'd like to support Retrack, I'd like to invite you to go to kingsarms.org forward slash donate and select Retrack from the drop down menu. We'd love to be able to support as many people as possible in this season. Yeah, brilliant. And finally, just to introduce Phil Wilthew. Phil's going to be continuing our Advent season um, and speaking to us. And we just want to honor and celebrate Phil. He's, uh, he just serves us so well as yeah. a community, speaking so faithfully and bringing God's word to us. So let's open our hearts. Let's welcome him in our hearts as he brings God's word to us today. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Well, hello. I hope that you are well and truly getting into the Christmas spirit by now. I hope you got your Christmas jigsaw out and you've got your shopping planned. And I put on my very best Christmas jumper today, which isn't really in Steve Wilson territory, but it's at least the right sort of festive colour generally. But I hope that you're gearing up and getting ready. And we are in the moment having a preaching series around three of our most beloved Christmas carols that we would sing at this time of year and I hope that even though we can't come together and sing that you are seeing some Christmas carols in your home and so this week we are focusing in on what has to be my absolute favorite 
Christmas Carol. Well, actually not my favorite because my favorite Christmas Carol is my wife, Carol. But my favorite Carol to sing is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Surely it has to be the greatest Christmas Carol. I know I'm probably already starting a controversy out there. But we're gonna look at this uh, hymn today together and look at some of its background and look at some of the wonderful and deep truths that are contained within it. And Hark the Herald Angels Sing was really written off the back of the scripture we have just heard read to us. The account of the angels coming to the shepherds and announcing the birth of a newborn king. And what we've just heard read in the story is what we know so well about the Christmas story. Uh, Joseph and Mary hurry to Bethlehem where the long promised and awaited Messiah Jesus is born in a lowly stable in a manger in Bethlehem. And as he is born, there are choruses of angels breaking out in heavenly song at this amazing moment. And one theologian called R.C. Sproul said this about that moment. He said, what we celebrate at Christmas is not so much the birth of a baby, but the incarnation of God himself. This is the wonder of Christmas time. This is the, the, the mystifying, stupendous message of the gospel that at Christmas time, God came down to earth. God became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The Messiah entered into the mess of this world that you and I live in. It's the wonder of the incarnation that God would become a small, innocent, vulnerable baby born on planet earth. J.I. Packer says of the incarnation, he said, the almighty appeared on earth as a helpless human baby, needing to be fed and changed and taught like any other child. The more you think about it, the more staggering it gets. Nothing in fiction is so fantastic as this truth of the incarnation. The incarnation is in itself an unfathomable mystery, but it makes sense of everything else that the New Testament contains. This message of the incarnation is so unfathomable, so, so otherworldly that the angels in this story cannot help but suddenly break out in heavenly chorus. That the, the unseen world suddenly becomes seen as they break out amongst some innocent shepherds just looking after their sheep and they begin to announce this. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom his favour rests. They cannot help themselves but announce this good news. Now, I remember a story of my daughter Lauren when she was uh, very young and she was being pushed in a pushchair by her grandmother, my mum. And as uh, she was being pushed along, she looked quite sad. And so my mum said to Lauren, she said, Lauren, what's wrong? And she said, well, I heard that Jesus is dead. And my mum said, well, where did you hear that? She said, well, I heard someone say that Jesus died on a cross. And I'm feeling really sad about it. Jesus is dead. And so my mum said to her, yeah, but the good news, Lauren, is that Jesus rose again. He's now alive and he's alive forevermore. He rose from the dead. 
and Lauren's little face just lit up and she beamed from ear to ear. And as they arrived at the play park that they were heading to, she saw her little friend James and she ran straight over to her little friend James. And I won't do the Geordie accent, which she had at the time. And she said, James, James, Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Because she just couldn't help but tell someone about this good news that she had just found out. Well, that is the picture in this story. The angels are so mystified, so amazed at the glory of this news. God has come to earth that they cannot help but break out in song. And so they interrupt the shepherds. They're like, oh, shepherds, listen to this. Glory to God in the highest. God has come. His peace now rests and his favor now rests on the earth. This is an incredible moment. And really, the angels are the first heralds of the good news. They're the first heralds of the gospel. Gospel simply means good news. And it tells us something very important, actually, because the gospel is not so much good advice as it is a good announcement. The gospel is not good advice. The gospel actually is an announcement. This is what N.T. Wright says about the good news. He says, but many people today assume that Christianity is one or more of these things, a religion, a moral system, a philosophy. In other words, they assume that Christianity is about advice, but it wasn't and it isn't. Christianity is simply good news. It is the news that something has happened as a result of which the world is now a different place. Friends, that is the gospel. The gospel is an announcement that God has done something so stupendous, so amazing, that now we have to live life differently as a result. And the angels are saying to the shepherds, guys, something has happened. We are announcing to you the good news. God has come to planet Earth. Therefore, the whole of your life now has to change. The gospel is good news. And of course, this story that we've heard read is certainly worthy of a great song. It's worthy to be immortalized in a song. And Hark the Herald Angels is the song that we sing to remember this moment. And it was written to immortalize this angelic explosion of praise. And it was written by a great revivalist, a man called Charles Wesley. And Charles Wesley was a Methodist minister in the 18th century. He wrote over 6,000 hymns in his lifetime, uh, second only to another lady, Fanny Crosby, who wrote 8,000 in her lifetime. But Charles had this hymnal of 6,000 songs that he wrote, and his goal in writing hymns was really to teach theology to the poor and those who couldn't read or write. And so he would write deep and thorough theology in song so that they could sing and learn the Bible and learn the story of the gospel. And his brother, John Wesley, once said of Charles Hymnal that it was the best theological book in existence. And that's why the songs that you sing really matter, because most of us learn our theology from the things that we sing. And so Charles wrote this song. In fact, he wrote it only a year after giving his own life to follow Christ. Uh, one year he was uh, walking to church on a Christmas day in London when he heard the church bells ringing across London. And in that moment, he began to write down a poem and the poem was called Hark, How the Welkin Rings. And Welkin in 18th century English means heavenly, how the heavenly bells ring. 
And then in 1753, one of his friends, George Whitfield, who was another revivalist in the 18th century, took this poem and put it to music and called it Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And it gives us the song that we now know today. And what I love about Hark the Herald Angels Sing, it was written in a time of revival in this nation. It's a revival song. It's a song that has the spirit of God all over it, which is why still when I sing it, I just think about the days in which it was written. This is a revival song written by great revivalists. And really this song is a song in three parts. It has three verses that we would traditionally sing. And it's a song in three parts. And it is the story of the gospel. It's the good news. It's the announcement of the good news. Uh, part one of Hark the Heralds is an announcement of Christ's birth. It's the announcement of Christ's birth. Part two is about the adoration of Christ and the mystery of his incarnation. And then part three is the accomplishment of God in Christ. So as three very distinct parts to this song. And so what I'm going to do is just simply read these lyrics together so you see the wonder of the gospel contained in this song. So here's part one, which is about the announcement of Christ. Hark, the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled, joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies, with the angelic host proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem, hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king, that's the announcement. But secondly, we have the adoration of Christ in his incarnation. Christ, by highest heaven adored. Christ, the everlasting Lord. Late in time, behold him come, offspring of a virgin's womb. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. Hail the incarnate deity. Pleased as man with men to dwell. Jesus, our Emmanuel, hark, the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. And then part three is the accomplishment of God in Christ. Hail the heaven-born prince of peace. Hail the son of righteousness, light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by, born that man no more may die, born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. I mean, what a hymn. I mean, this is just stunning, stunning revelation about what God has done in this moment in history. God stepped out of heaven onto the earth. He was born that man no more should die. He was born to raise the sons of earth, to give them second birth. God incarnate in deity, veiled in flesh. This is the wonder of the gospel, friends. And you could find no more deep theology than these three verses in this hymn that we sing every year together at Christmas time. And I think there are two applications from just these truths that we've looked at together. The first application is this, is if you are listening or watching 
this message today and you don't yet know Christ, you don't yet know this God who entered the mess of human history, friends, my encouragement to you this Christmas time is to put your faith in Jesus Christ. He is the only way to God the Father. He is the only way that your own sin, your own wrongdoing, your own sense of shame, your own sense of guilt can be removed and cleansed as a gift. Friends, I would urge you to investigate the claims of Jesus Christ. You know, no other religion has a God who actually steps into the mess of humanity, who became a man. He is not unsympathetic with your weaknesses, with my weaknesses. He's a God who's entered in and who understands. Someone once said this, that the son of God became the son of man, that the sons of men might become the sons of God. Friends, you have an offer before you. An offer unlike any other. It's better than any kind of Black Friday sale or any kind of Boxing Day sale. You have an offer from the King of Kings for you to enter his family. And so I would encourage you to investigate the claims of Christ and to put your trust in Jesus who came for you 2,000 years ago. I think the second application for others of us that are perhaps already believers and are watching this message is simply this. Who are you going to tell this good news to? You know, the angels couldn't help themselves. You know, my little Lauren in a pushchair, she just couldn't help but share the good news with the first person that she came across in that playground. And, and to be honest, that is a natural response to news this good. And the challenge for myself, and I think the challenge for many of us is, what will we do with this good news? Will we keep it to ourselves? Or will we actually share it to people who are desperate for good news at this time, perhaps more than any other? And I would encourage you to dust off this hymn and to sing it again with worship in your heart, drinking the truth, but then let it motivate you to share Christ wherever you go. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Phil, so much. Uh, let's take a moment to, to pray, shall we, uh, as we... Uh, come into this season, it may be that you don't yet know Jesus, you've not yet put your trust in him, and I'd love to pray for you if that's yeah. the case, and I'd love to pray for all of us in a moment, but let me just pray for you guys first, and uh, if you're making a response to follow him today, uh, or if you just want to know him uh, more deeply, want to know him uh, and connect with him, why don't you just close your eyes, and Father, I just want to pray now for uh, that our eyes will be open. And I pray for specifically for those who've never heard your voice, yes. they've never taken those steps to follow you. I yes, pray, God, God, that this season will be an incredible moment of revelation, yeah. that they would find the God that they've always been looking for, but never knew they were looking for, mm. and they would realize that he's always been looking for them. We mm. thank you, Jesus, that you came to look for us, to seek and search and find those who are lost. And I pray for each one now today who feels lost, who feels like they desperately want to connect with you, that they would find you and realize that you have come for them. I pray your blessing on them in Jesus' name. Amen. And I just pray your blessing on us as a community as a whole. Why don't you, wherever you are, just open your hands to him. I pray, Lord, in this season, as we have got a very unexpected Christmas and things are happening that we're not used to happening and uh, we're perhaps not seeing people that we're used to seeing or, or we're kind of thrown into circumstances that are just so, so different. I just pray for your grace. I pray, Lord, that we would be able to find the reason for the season, that we would be able to fix our eyes on you and find the hope that really exists in the heart of this season. Lord, we thank you for 
the ability to celebrate and the freedom to celebrate this moment. We recognize our brothers and sisters across the world don't have that ability or that freedom so often. We thank you for that ability. We thank you for that freedom. And I pray that in every home where this is being watched today, that they would really know your favor, your pleasure. They would know joy in their hearts, that Jesus, you came for them, that Jesus, you saved them, that Jesus, this season represents to us the foundation of our hope, that you incarnated yourself, you came for us, and you entered into our world that we might find life. And I just pray a blessing on every home now, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, guys, for being with us today. It's yeah, great have to be a great with you. day. Have a great day, have a great week, and we'll see you soon. To forward slash King's Arm. No. <laughs> I better do the King's Arm. <laughs> okay. I can do this. I can do this. I've already forgotten. Yay. Goodness gracious. We I have to I have to admit we are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, Katie so and Garrett, good. for that video. It was so good. Really, really fun. And, um, oh, hang on. Sorry. I actually haven't seen it, so I don't know. Is it fun, Gareth? <laughs> is it serious? If it's, like, dead serious. Oh, my gosh. That is incredible. Oh, that is amazing. Oh, no, that Caroline's blubbing oh, now. Oh, so I am. Yeah. <laughs>